Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Here we will delicately and tactfully walk through each psychological issue. Psych! This podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. This is not intended as individual, psychological, or medical advice. Please proceed at your own risk and always defer to your individual medical or mental health care team. Basically, don't make it weird, guys. Right. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shit Your Shrink Thanks. Working, building a mystery, holding on and holding it in. Yeah, you're working, building a mystery and choosing so carefully. <laughs> oh man, a little bit of Sarah McLaughlin. Mm. Is that 90s? I Is that 2000s? I think it's probably 90s. Yeah. That song is like spooky and that that is why i chose it i like you know i thought it was very appropriate it was a very good choice because i was trying to find something that fit and i couldn't so i was like this works yeah it literally talks about vampires it definitely talks about a faith that died before jesus came sleeping in church voodoo dolls i mean talk about ghosts in the halls definitely ghosts okay so you're getting our theme today everybody it's a spooky theme yes are we anywhere near halloween no no we just, <laughs> we don't give a F. <laughs> we, we do what we want. We do what we want. That's why we started this podcast. We just wanted to talk about ghosts a little bit today. We'll let you know more about how that relates to mental health soon. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. But first, Michaela, do you want to tell them about our stuff that we have? Patreon, Gmail, all the things. Oh, gosh. I, c- I can never remember all the actual, like, dot whatever but we do have a patreon yes. i think it's patreon slash shit your shrink things yes yes and we have a gmail which yes. is shit your shrink things at gmail.com that's it and we have all the social media in social some medias. capacity yeah we post funny memes so funny. so like and follow us yeah no not to toot our own horn but our memes are we think we're funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're lit memes. Remember when, okay, first it was lit, and then there was drip, and now it's fire? Is fire out now? I don't know. I think the drip kind of disturbed me, because I thought that that was kind of associated with Is drip drugs. associated with drugs? I think so. Well, maybe it's, <laughs> maybe it is drip. <laughs> maybe we're drip. I don't know. Well, and then there was the dab, right, where they did the <laughs> dance thing. I don't think that's. It's not? Well, I mean, but like, wasn't that like a cool thing? Like yeah, it was. Like you dabbed, you were like, yeah. Two dab was cool, yeah. Oh, okay. Dabbing was cool. I was never cool, so <laughs> I don't know. I try to sometimes... <laughs> not hip with the young crowd. Oh, never man. was, even when I was young. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I wasn't... Yeah, me neither. I don't know why I would expect it to change when I got older. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, the, the memes are fire. Let us know when that's out of style to say. <laughs> And then I will say a different thing. We'll try a new one. Yeah. Okay. So as y'all know, we do our what's good each week. We're getting to know each other that way. So Michaela, what is good with you this week, my dear? Well, this week I got to see Wicked. Ooh. Yeah. Is that, that's a musical? It is a musical. Yeah. Yeah. Is it your favorite musical? Mm. 
That's hard. Again, I have like such a just a deep connection with the Wizard of Oz because I was like Dorothy back in the day, and yeah. So it it's definitely a top musical. Yeah, yeah. A top. Are you a big musical fan? You like musicals a lot. I do like musicals. Yeah, I do. What do you like about them? I I don't know. I just I love music. So and I don't know. They're always it's it's fun to hear a story told. What's your other big ones? I like Chicago. Yeah, that's I like one. Oklahoma. Oh my god, that makes me want one want to die. I I hate that one so much in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, Chicago and Wicked are definitely better than yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, is Fiddler on the Roof a musical? I don't know. I don't I, know. I'm not big into musicals, so I'm not really sure. I'm not sure. Okay. I also like like Sweetie Todd. Like I haven't seen Ooh. like that like live action. Oh, I bet I've seen be like good. you know the TV made yeah. movie version. Yeah, but that's badass yeah um i should watch that yeah you would like that one yeah do you like phantom of the opera oh fuck of course i like phantom of the opera oh my god how did i forget that yeah we should we should do a um maybe like this year we should find we should get tickets to phantom of the opera i think you and i would really i also i want to see the book of mormon the book of mormon is splendid but that's not a is that not a musical it is is a musical it is is. so i want to see that i really want to see that yeah but how did i Phantom of the Opera is definitely in the top there. Yeah. Like, I have literally a lot of those songs on my just yeah. playlist. Christine, yes. Christine. That is a very... Every time I'm at a yellow light, I'm like, past the point of no return. <laughs> <laughs> that musical is upsetting, though. When you really think about that, that guy is, like, not okay. No. The Phantom is not well. No, the Phantom is not well. That guy's... Yeah, messed up. He's a mess, yeah. <laughs> but it's great. He's really trying to create some Stockholm syndrome shit. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I would love to go to like a Phantom of the Opera party. <gasps> Maybe that's what Halloween theme I should do this year. Oh, that'd be cool. Phantom of the Opera. Mm. I always. Uh, hey, everybody. <laughs> every, every year I plan a Halloween party. That's like I try to do a big, just a big shindig. And last year it was just a free for all. It was just whatever anybody wanted to dress up as and. We had witches brew and like, uh, you know, dry ice in it. So it was like smoking all over the table and like decorations and stuff. But I think it would be fun to do like a a theme. Yeah, that makes it sometimes hard though. If some people already have costumes for something else, that's true. You I, could say this is a theme, but if you have something else, it's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like don't don't worry about it. This is not a big deal. But I do. I always wanted to do like a masquerade ball. I know it's so cheesy, Ooh. but yeah, I think that would be really fun. My sister had her wedding actually was like she had like masquerade stuff. Oh, it was kind of cool. So fun. My neighbor. <laughs> one one year we did a what is it Mardi Gras party with all the oh, masks yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was like uh, he wasn't invited that year because we didn't know him that year. Now he's invited to all the stuff. He was the guy who dressed up as Tiger King. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he <laughs> this last year he was like yeah I just thought you guys were doing some kind of creepy eyes wide shut party. <laughs> I was like, no, it wasn't sex stuff, you weirdo. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, but it would be fun to go see Phantom of the Opera together. I also really like Hamilton, obviously. Have you oh, seen Hamilton? I haven't seen that one either. I probably would like that. You would love it. It's like if Eminem met the Re- Revolutionary War. Oh, shit. It's so very okay. exciting. Okay. Yeah, it's dope. Well, so what's your what's good, Sunny? Um, my what's good is, did I ever tell you the fish hook through my hand story? Uh, No. Please do. All right, let me begin. Okay, I'm settling in. Once upon a time, it's not that it's okay. not that long. Uh, once upon a time, I lived in a house that was in the woods, 
And the house was on the top of a hill. And at the very bottom of the house, there was a river, like a big river. Okay. And I... I don't know what it is, but for ever since I was a kid, I'm like really obsessed with water. I like to look, I like to look in it and see how clear it is. I like to see what creatures are moving in it. Mm -hmm. And I had a whole phase where I was trying to like get newts to collect newts. Oh, cool. Or to catch them. Yeah. Or catch all sorts of other like bugs and creatures and yeah so i go in the river to trigger that newt phase i don't know maybe maybe (laughs) sorry (laughs) that feels possible like i really did like matilda yeah and read it so it feels possible but i also always just really enjoyed the creatures in the water no matter what oh yeah you're you're a mer lady yeah (laughs) and try to get the dragonflies and stuff and damselflies and so this river was actually pretty powerful there were some shallow parts to it and some deeper parts to it but one of the times I decided that I was going to go fishing by myself. And I was nine or 10. And I grabbed all this equipment thinking I was, you know, big shit. And I knew what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And I came, I went just into the woods. I don't know, to the side of the river. I don't even know where I was. And I was fishing and I caught a bass, actually. I like really got something big and serious and it was like too powerful for me Mm. so i'm reeling it in it's too powerful i damn near fall in the river and die but i don't and then once i finally get it in i don't have any idea what to do with this (laughs) like i literally have caught this and i didn't think it through what do i do so i'm trying to unleash the beast from my hook and i'm then they're fighting they're fighting yeah Yeah, bats are fighters yeah and i I didn't know any of this, so I was doing it wrong because I didn't know how to get the hook out of its lip. And it jumped and oh, it shit. hit the hook and it went entirely through my hand. Oh, God. The hook, like if I'm holding up my hand and you can see the pad of it by my thumb, the hook went in through this like little pad where the mm, between where the first finger, the index finger and the thumb meet. Yeah. It went through it and poked out the other <gasps> side. It literally. So no. the hook was in through my whole hand. And you can't just pull that shit out. You got to. Nope, no. No. Nope. Well, because the fish was still attached to it. Oh, God. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had oh, headbutted God. it into my hand. So he was just jumping. And I'm just trying Ouch. to like keep this fish stable. And all I can think, all I'm really worried about, honestly, is the fish dying. So I'm holding the fish in the water with my hand in the water because oh, I didn't want the fish to die. And I'm running up the river basically trying to make the fish not die and he didn't die the, hey good news everybody the fish was fine um and eventually i like found some pliers cut the fish off and ran up to my mom and was like um this happened <laughs> my poor mother was just like what the shit like, what were you thinking <laughs> yeah so we went to the emergency room and then i got to watch uh my hand surgery i literally got to like they anesthetized me and i watched them like open my hand up remove a fish hook and then sew it back up yeah they didn't just like cut it in the, the fish hook in the middle and no because it. it was like st- it was like wrapped around something it was like stuck through something oh, i don't shit. know like a tendon like some or kind something. of oh fuck yeah which is crazy because i can move both my hands just fine there's no problems i have no idea how i don't have a residual effect from this because it had like went through it was like lodged on something i don't know how to describe <sighs> it yeah yeah so they Whoa. had to like cut it out of me whoa yeah i know right yeah anyway it's pretty gross <laughs> and then i came home from the doctor and i was like oh, learned a lesson there <laughs> that's why what's good that's my Be story more prepared when i fish yeah yeah <laughs> learn how to take them off the hook before fishing yeah i think i learned a lot about that <laughs> uh, so what we do for outside the podcast experiments 
So I was observing relationships, right, to see if some have these traits, and some do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some some have some relationships have personality disorder traits. I will also say that that was what I decided to do because I decided I'm not interested in changing my dead people <laughs> thing. It's working out for me. I'm fine. And so, yeah, I've noticed that uh I attract uh, a certain crowd that can be a little less stable, I think, and I don't know why. Uh yeah, I attract that, but yeah. I feel like overall I'm maybe it's my therapy skills, but I feel like overall manage them, you yeah. know. The relationships are they're, they're fine. Right. They're good. Yeah, yeah. There's no need to do anything to them. No. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, I think it's just good to reflect on what sorts of you know, kind of patterns you have. I I think I've mostly in adulthood gotten rid of things that could be unhealthy and now where I'm at is just pretty honest with people. Yeah. Well, I'm very clear with my boundaries Yeah, is a, a big part of it. I'm very transparent and clear and really try to communicate. So yeah. that tends to help. Yeah. It is, it is so weird to me. I, I think I've been in the position of like being really assertive for so long that the one thing I have a hard time helping clients with in therapy is like the fear of assertiveness because <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know, just tell them to go away. Yeah. <laughs> and so... I, I think that can be a little challenging, but yeah, I'm, I hear you. It wasn't any surprises. There were some that had personality characteristics, but nothing too, nothing too crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No. So what are we talking about this week? So this week we're going to be doing a bit of a departure from our typical educational topics. Ghosts! <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be talking about ghosts. Um, but really we are going to be talking about the spirituality ghost stuff and uh -huh. more specifically we're going to share with you some spooky tales relayed to us by clients tales uh, from the crypt slash che haunted therapy <laughs> but before we even get into that good stuff let's talk a little bit about how spirituality is addressed for us in grad school uh, we're not going to go through like a comprehensive review of research um, on the overlap between spirituality mental health and therapy that will probably be a whole separate episode. Yes, yes, yes. Um, But today we are just going to share a little bit about our training. So, Sunny, what did your training look like on this topic? So, I uh, I think a lot of people who become psychologists attend, not everybody, but a lot of people attend in uh, what's called an APA accredited program, American Psychological Association. Mm-hmm. And so this means they're required to do a certain number of classes or credit hours on training in different areas. And this includes things like cross-cultural competence, biopsychosocial model, diagnoses, etc. So it's like all these different, it's like, okay, you need 15 credit hours in diagnosis. You need yeah. 20 in whatever. And it's pretty standardized across the board so that everybody's getting the same training. And one of the domains was spirituality, but I think you could put spirituality under cross-cultural, so it wasn't mm -hmm. its own separate topic. So you could kind of like almost avoid it if yeah. you wanted to. Like you could almost not really take a lot of classes on the overlap between spirituality and mental health because like I guess you could you could do like a diversity class instead or you could do a right that would count for the mm -hmm. credits needed. Sure. Exactly. And so I did more of those sorts of things and I also did more like health psych training which sometimes ended up going more under cross-cultural so like mm. if you did like um let's say physical and mental health in women 
that would be considered a cross-cultural class probably and then or maybe gender but usually at that time it might have been cross-cultural so then you wouldn't you could just avoid the spirituality ones so I can't remember the exact number of classes or trainings I had but there wasn't like a specific class dedicated to spirituality and mental health which is Kind of interesting. Yeah. I was in school for a hundred years. <laughs> Y'all, I was in school for a hundred years and not to have like one specifically dedicated class. And, and like a big part of that is my fault. It's like what I selected, what sure. I was interested in. But sometimes in. you're not really, you're not given a lot of choices. I mean, you, you have to have the classes available too. Yes. Ex- <laughs> right. Exactly. And I think we did, what I can say is we did a class called History and Systems where we talked about philosophy of diagnosis. Mm. And a lot of the times we did talk about things like delusional disorders or psychosis, you're hearing things that aren't there, having strange beliefs, and how that overlaps with spirituality and what's a marker for a negative or pathological diagnosis and what's just normal yeah. in our culture. So we did talk about that, but I don't not a lot. What about you? Yeah. So I also attended an accredited program. For me, since I was social work, it was a CSWE, which is Council on Social Work Education. Oh. Um, and that was both my bachelor's and master's programs were accredited. But so again, that means that they're required for a certain number of class credits in different training areas. They, I assumed it was the same for you. But yeah, I it's, no it's similar. It's similar. Yeah. They they must demonstrate, you know, that experience. Their curriculum meets the core social work competencies. Okay. So again, it's very social work specific. So there is like the cross-cultural competence, the biopsychosocial model, diagnoses. We had a lot of ethics, a Uh lot of family community violence, knowing various assessments for interventions with groups and individuals. A lot of, there was some research stuff. And we also had a lot of just like organization and working within the community. So kind of that, you know, community holistic social worky vibe yeah that totally makes sense i we, literally don't know remember what, <laughs> what i did for like seven years like i'm like no i'm like ah. Blackout, <laughs> yeah no, we we didn't have a specific class dedicated to spirituality either like when we talked about mental illness like we would dif- differentiate between psychosis and spiritual beliefs a little bit like yeah. on our on our classes where we were really focused on mental health. Yeah. And we, when we did talk about like treating older adults, like we did like a specific elderly kind of class. Yes, of course. And that one we did kind of talk about how spirituality is very, you know, helpful, you know, encourage it, helps with coping, etc. Mm-hmm. But we didn't, again, we didn't really talk like the, yeah. the depth that we could have went into this. Yeah. We did not. We- so like Sunny, I was just, I, yeah, no, I yeah, I don't I, feel like I got the training on this that I could have. Mm-mm, no, I I definitely got the. Here are the vibes I picked up. One, <laughs> we know that spirituality helps people in coping skills, and that people with healthy spiritual belief systems tend to do better mentally, have yeah. higher mental wellness. Yes. Period. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was like, yeah, that was like a big. It was like okay, and then we also got. A lot of it doesn't matter necessarily. Religion and spirituality are different. We learned that. And that, you know, a lot of people who are mental health workers back in the day might have actually been kind of referred to as like shamans or medicine people. Sure. And that's, that's what I had. That was it. And again, (laughs) and it was like a, is, it was also then the other part too was these are delusions. These are 
psychosis. And this is somebody just having kind of different beliefs related to spirituality. Which you can imagine is a totally fluffy difference. Yeah. Right? Like very fluffy. But again, there was like, it was kind of like a gray line, but yet here's the line. (laughs) It's like it's gray, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I will say this is all I, all I really remember from graduate school is that I made a vow not to deal with somebody who thought they were possessed. (laughs) That was like, is there a story there? Um, well, really, all it is is that I have a deep fear of possession, even if I don't believe in it. That's the thing. I just like fear this thing. <laughs> I just fear it. And I, it feels like in every movie and like, I don't know, cultural representation of possession I see, it's some chick who looks like me just climbing the walls. Oh, like, God. I better just not. And then also, I went to grad school. Hmm. I don't know if I want to say this. In a place where a very famous horror movie was filmed, a very Ooh. famous horror movie about possession. And so uh, it was like kind of lore around there. And so I was like, nope, you know what? Nope. And I just remember saying, whatever, I'm calling the chaplain. Like, <laughs> like if this is, if there's something that looks like possession in my office, whatever, I'm calling the chaplain. And that was my, that was all I really remember from graduate school about spirituality. Fair enough. I feel like somebody possessed, like they wouldn't, you'd be, have to be in an inpatient unit most likely to really come across that because they're not going to be, a demon, if some people are legit possessed, they're coming into your office. Like, nah, they're out doing their demon shit. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they will. Don't curse me with that because you, the minute, the minute that you say no demons in your office, there's a demon in my office and I just don't have time for that right now. I don't have emotional space for that right now. <laughs> so now you know what we both think about the spooky therapy experiences. Let's get to the good stuff. So ghost stories. Come on, campers. We're gonna gather up our chairs. We're gonna toast some marshmallows and let's get weird. So you can start, I can start, but we we haven't heard each other's little spooky therapy stories before. Yeah. And so I don't know. You can start, I can start. I- Go ahead. You go okay. first. I want to hear yours. Right. I'm excited. Okay. I feel like yours are probably better. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually true. Uh, some of them you may have heard. Okay. I, I'm not sure. So the very first one that comes to mind is, and I just picked stories where I felt like there was a limit to my either scientific understanding or understanding of how spirituality interacted with mental health yeah in such a way that i was like well that's creepy (laughs) and i don't know unexplainable i don't know what to do with it so the first one not the first one that i ever had but the first one that pops in mind was i was working in a place where i was seeing people who had been in combat Uh uh-huh I was seeing a, I'm going to de-identify this like a lot. So probably the person, if they even heard it, wouldn't know it was them. So let's say I was seeing a person who had been to, let's call Afghanistan. And they believed, so this person had PTSD. uh, This person, like just very real PTSD, normal stuff. And we had treated the PTSD and a lot of stuff was getting better. So life life was going well. The only problem was that... There was a couple of, let's call them memories in there that were related to moral injury, which is when you Mm. do something that you don't love that you did, um, it's maybe not a trauma, but it's something that you wish you did not do. It's against your values and you, you struggle with that. You struggle with it a lot and you, and you, maybe it doesn't cause traumatic memories necessarily, but you think about it a lot. Yeah. 
And so we were cleaning up that part in therapy. We're talking a lot about that part in therapy. And that's when stuff started to get a little weird. So one of the, one of the therapy sessions was, I I said, well, you know, let's maybe start to talk a little bit about self-compassion and self-forgiveness. And the patient kind of sits straight back and looks me dead in the eye and said, I don't know if I should talk about forgiveness. And I said, okay, well, why is that? And this person says to me, well, you know, whenever I try to forgive myself for what happened, and it was, let's say it's a a mild to moderate thing, not Mm -hmm. like a deeply terrible thing, but a mild to moderate thing. Whenever I try to forgive myself for what happened over there, I seem to make the thing mad the entity mad Uh, (laughs) yeah uh, this is after like uh, lots uh, of (laughs) (laughs) this is after like lots of sessions right so i know this person really well i know they're not psychotic or yeah and you're like what do you mean and i was like i'm sorry fucking what (laughs) yeah Yeah. i'm like what is the thing what's the entity and this person tells me that you know, along with the PTSD, totally separate from the PTSD, I feel as though I've brought back a negative energy or a negative force with me that, and there was a name, and I can't remember what it was, but there was a name for this that the soldiers had, I guess, where when you bring something back from, I think it was Afghanistan specifically, it might've been Iraq too. It was like called a certain thing when you bring one of these creatures or ghost people or whatever back. It's like some kind of negative juju that surrounds you and I don't know. It's like a curse or something. I'm not really sure. I was trying not to touch it that much, honestly. Yeah. So I am, I tend to be pretty, mm, I don't always lean hard on that sort of thing in therapy. I try to just keep it real scientific. And I was like, all right, well, let's just do some self-compassion work and see how this goes. And he says, okay. (laughs) And I say, okay. And he comes back and he tells me, uh, everything got worse as was suspected. Nightmares got worse, which I wouldn't really think it was weird in a therapy context, but that now he is seeing, um, things at night that like shadow figures, like the creatures. Yeah. Oh gosh. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, this is bananas. And I'm, I'm thinking there's no way. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to do all sorts of cognitive reframing. I'm trying Mm -hmm. to do all sorts of moral injury work, all sorts of self-compassion work over self several sessions. And it's just getting worse. And I'm throwing everything I've got at this. And I say, all right, well, you know what? I don't believe in this. So send it my way. This is my dumb. Oh, God. I'm I'm stupid. Okay, you're like, I don't accept demons. And yet here you are saying, oh, yeah, send it my way. So I'm like, I make a joke. I make a joke to this patient. I say, well, you know what? Like, I'm not afraid. Of, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Like, send yeah. it my way. Like, oh, shit. And he's like, oh, I, I'm going to. I'm going to tell it to go see you. And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't believe in all that. Whatever. And so I say, that's fine as long as you do your homework and whatever. And for the next week, I proceeded to have nightmares about shadow figures in my home at night. And like little strange things were happening in my house, like lights flickering and blah, blah, blah. So I come back and I'm like, okay, you know what? I might not believe in this, but I'm not going to like. I'm not playing with this. Yeah, I'm also not going to fool this. I'm not going to be a dum-dum. So I call, I literally call the chaplain and I say to the chaplain, I 
she she was really great. I was like, all right, listen, I think I might be a little out of my depth here. <laughs> and it is, I mean, we do have training to bring in other interdisciplinary sources sure. as therapists. So I tell her the story of what's going on and she's like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> she was like well that was dumb as that hell. was a mistake yeah and yeah. she's like well uh she tells me the story about how apparently forgiveness is this very powerful spiritual tool and when you encourage somebody for self-forgiveness it can you know really kick up a lot of negative spiritual juju which i had no idea about huh. and so then i had him see her and actually things ended up resolving a lot better he went through his whole spiritual journey with her and we were doing the self-forgiveness piece okay and then the creepy gross stuff went away in my own house so lovely yeah i know whoa that's just one story holy shit and i'm like very reticent like i am not i i'm very like cautious i don't like to have like if anything is going on i'll just you know i'll put a cross and a peace sign and uh whatever like on my wall if i need to i don't give a fuck i might not believe in it but i'm a firm believer in whatever's effective here i don't care <laughs> but yeah that was that was like one of the earlier things that i had happen in therapy where i was just like okay well i don't know how to deal with that so yeah interesting oh my god i know yeah that's banana sauce i know crazy whoa. right yeah whoa yeah <laughs> yeah okay okay so my <laughs> hit me my stories I feel like are not as I don't have as many details like mine isn't I'll ask don't worry well like because it's more so just different experiences that have been relayed to me that I was like hmm that doesn't quite sound like it fits anything <laughs> you're like, like you're haunted sorry <laughs> yeah yeah so that mine I feel like are more like that and you know honestly guys I'm like a great therapist because I forget your shit <laughs> like <laughs> you leave and it's done oh man so so I, I scrounged around for the ones that I could recall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so one of my clients had previously, you know, they had done like, I don't know, like 18 to 20 years of like water rescue stuff while while serving. Like they they were very skilled swimmers. Yeah. Okay. And they had an incident where they were out at a lake with their kids and grandkids playing around, whatever. Uh-huh. And the... The some of the family was out like on this floating dock, okay. And, and the grandson or whatever had wanted to to go out to go out onto the floating dock. So the the person who had all this skilled swimming was like, "Yeah, I gotcha. We'll swim me out there." Yeah. Well, why they were swimming, um, something grabbed its his leg what? and like pulled him <laughs> under, and they were like struggling to stay afloat. And he said that like his his grandson's face like kind of like changed like demonically a little Ooh, bit. Oh no! Yeah, girl. And no. like lifeguards end up having to save them. Both of them. Both of them. And apparently no. his daughter or like whoever some whoever was on the sidelines was mm-hmm. like video recording some of this shit and literally in the video could see him getting pulled. <gasps> oh god, I'm so scared. I hate this. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. What in the shit? Yeah. So you're just like seeing this patient for other things. Other things. Just, like and depression random or something. Yeah. Since kind of like, well, yeah, it was kind of like I've had a lot of strange experiences throughout my life or whatever. And here's here's one that some has happened. It's like, yeah, that's pretty strange. They just <laughs> pop that shit in there too. Yeah. And you never know how to deal with that. You're like, no. oh, uh, what? Well, and it's one thing when somebody says, they, it's like, well, you know, 
when you're in panicking, you could be seeing things a little bit sure. differently. And, uh-huh. you know, yep. even if you are a skilled swimmer, maybe something touches your leg and you just, you know, you there's all sorts of different mm-hmm. logical things. But then when you throw in that there was like a videotape that literally <laughs> looks like it, then it's like, oh, shit. All right. Well, then I don't know, man. <laughs> How did he make sense of that? Did he think like what it was the lake haunted like did he have a story for why this was true uh, he no he didn't he didn't make he's like i just try not to think about it he's like okay okay, <laughs> okay. and what about the grandson is the grandson a demon i I'm- think they're all okay i mean and again Ugh. the grandson i don't think you know once everybody was out of the water and safe they were normal or what have you but allegedly <laughs> allegedly this is shit it's like some damien you know yeah from the omen it's all for well you. my guesstimation like if i want to make if i want to get my woo hat on yeah like, put it on if there was some kind of an entity trying to scare you like they would distort Whoa. what you were seeing you know like if Whoa. they were trying to make you panic further Ew. then they Ew. would they would do some kind of weird <laughs> visual shit like it wouldn't necessarily mean that the kid was legit possessed but oh i don't know god okay how did you react to the story when the this person told you that <laughs> we're just like mm. i was just like okay yeah that's that's unusual yeah like, <laughs> not yeah. what i've heard before yeah. and, the, and the trick as a therapist is like you have to always decide okay is this related to one a mental health condition that this person is here for right two is this out of the bounds of like what would be considered normal do i have to diagnose something here right do we need something on, on is this top some of this? level of psychosis is this some yeah. level of delusion yeah. is this yeah yeah so it actually is relevant to our practice but most of the time honestly you guys it's just a ghost story and you're like okay well that's a one and done it's not a pattern so there's no reason to think that this would be a delusion or a hallucination i i mean yeah okay so you let it go and you're like okay ghosts (laughs) yeah that one's a little unexplainable we'll just tap that one in that category (laughs) yes yes okay i got i got one for you it's a short it's a short one so once upon a time i had a patient who and i actually have a couple of patients who told me things like this and then it ends up being true it actually happens so she was telling me she says i'm I'm fairly intuitive i kind of know when things are going to happen before they're going to happen i Mm. said okay that's actually pretty normal especially for people with trauma histories yeah they're just very very aware of their environment and so it might be subconscious but they're able to kind of like predict things that happen it's not necessarily anything woo woo it's just they're very in tune with their surroundings So she tells me, but aside from that, I actually have dreams that come true, which is something that patients tell me all the time. And I, (laughs) y'all, you would not believe the things that people tell me that I'm like, okay. (laughs) So this woman calls me out of the blue one day. There had been, I'm not going to disclose a lot about the situation, but I had had a medical situation that happened and it was a pretty stressful, traumatic medical situation. This Mm. patient calls me out of the blue after I haven't seen her for, hmm six months oh damn leaves a message on my phone and says hey sunny i this is such a weird i know you're gonna feel like this is so weird i just wanted to call and check on you i had this dream and then proceeds to describe the medical condition that happened to me oh and i just wanted to make sure that you were okay oh shit (laughs) goosebumps i know Let's oh, I, my God. So I called her back. Let's say her name is Sandra. I'm just making this up. I said, Sandra, normally I'm a pretty closed book, but yep, put another one in your in your yes, had a dream of the future category because that did happen. I am okay. Thanks for checking. Oh. Yeah, I know. 
I know. That's crazy. Yeah. The same patient also sent me a rosary because she thought I need, I quote, needed it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. She <laughs> don't like that. Do I really need this? <laughs> I got it in the mail. I was, uh, I was in my office and I got a message that I had something in my mailbox. <laughs> and so I go down to my mailbox, I open this up and I, there's like these beads shaking around in there I can feel. And I, yeah. I dump it into my hand and it's this like very elaborate, beautiful, beautiful rosary that's like got these dark blue beads. And mm, it yeah. just says, has like a, a sticky note on it that says, Doc, comma, seems like you're going to need this, you know, like dash Sandra. <laughs> Well, and considering the dreams and shit, I'd be like, wait, do I need to call you? Do you know something's coming? Do I need to start learning the rosary? I was like, what? How does how does the rosary go anyway? Right. Yeah. I don't fully know how to use this equipment. Uh, yeah, no equipment. Directions unclear. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's one of my shorter ones. Like, what the fuck? I don't know if I'm like pulling this, uh, pulling for this, but because uh, I'm usually pretty open when people tell me these stories, I'm not going to yeah. poo-poo your spiritual belief system. That's your thing and uh, those are meaningful and helpful to people in mental health crises so i'm not good you know right okay right anyway i got that one i like it how you feel about that how you that, like them apples uh, <laughs> i mean that poor lady that would that i mean having yeah i doubt any of her dreams are pleasant precursor dreams no. <laughs> you know like that would just kind of suck no i don't think they were she was actually one of she was just absolutely fabulous. I really enjoyed spending time with her. She was somebody who, if I met in the real world, I'd just like her. Yeah. She's really buttoned up, which was the interesting part of it. Like, mm. very well put together, super buttoned up, not at all woo-woo. Like, interesting. very corporate, kind of. And see, that those kind of people, uh, that's when I tend to believe it too more. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're, this is against what you really. Yeah. This yeah. is not your vibe. No. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so that was her, the story of Sandra. Oh, I love that. Well, okay. So another story I have here, it's pretty short, but okay. one of my clients, when they were a child, they were at like a slumber party situation. Okay. And at like many slumber party situations, you play a little spiritual, Obviously. little gamey things, right? Obviously. Of course. Obviously, you try sure. to summon ghosts. Duh. Duh. That's, especially if you're a girl. Just by the it's, way, that's like that's part just, of our... Yeah, that's part of like the upbringing when yeah. you have a sleepover, I guess. Yeah. I don't you're know. You're like, okay, so where we get this demon in this Ouija board? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's just figure it out. Yes. So, you know, they were having all sorts of fun like that. But when everybody goes to bed... Mm-hmm. She woke up feeling like she was getting strangled. Okay. And a there too was young for apnea. Yeah, yeah. And there was there was no one there, you know, mm-hmm. obviously when she opened her eyes and she also felt like she was kind of being held down, like she couldn't move. Ooh. Like, you no, know, thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Little yep. sleep sleep paralysis. Correct. Uh-huh. And, you know, eventually, you know, it let go or whatever. She was able to get up. Uh-huh. But she had legit marks on her neck. Oh, see, that's where it goes the other way then. Exactly. <laughs> and she like ended up like, you know, calling and asking her parents to come pick her up in the middle of the night kind of yeah. shit. But like, yeah, like she actually had like legitimate like strangulation marks on her neck. That is not okie dokie. Right? I do not feel okie dokie about that at yeah. all. Okay. So guys, if you're playing with that shit, make sure you close it down. When you, when you play Ouija board, you have to say goodbye. You have to say goodbye. And if you're doing any other weird shit, you say, okay, now I need you all to leave. Shut it down. Shut, Shut it, it down. down. Yeah, because I'm here, I'm thinking, so there is something called a 
hypnagogic or a hypnopompic hallucination and those occur it's like sleep paralysis yeah those sleep paralysis yeah. very i mean you see weird demony shit yeah. all sorts of stuff That's i've seen a common. lot of i mean a lot of people i've work with have that yeah unfortunately yeah well yeah i mean and sleep paralysis is like we know about this this is not a the sleep paralysis can cause you to not be able to move it can yep. cause you to feel like you can't breathe and can cause you to feel like you're being choked or see things or hear things whatever like and you can have these hallucinations yes yeah where it takes the extra step though is the, the mark marking yes exactly <laughs> exactly like when she's i'm like okay yeah sleep paralysis. Yeah. i mean you're playing with spooky shit so yeah you're gonna have, have a spooky a, yeah, spooky yeah. and drink. then it was like nope i had marks it's like oh fuck <laughs> all right well then <laughs> that's always what you do but have you ever had a patient i've had a patient say something like that to me and then show me the pictures like, yes when like, they show the actual pictures is when yeah. it's like mm. yeah when you have the receipts you're like okay yeah. well they have the receipts so i just don't even know question yes. mark question mark that's awesome okay i will hit you with let's say one more of these uh <laughs> well also actually i'll just say that a lot of my patients just as a side note have <laughs> taken to saging my office for oh me. shit <laughs> they come in and sage the yeah, office they come in there and they're like i think my office has, has like really great vibes it's filled with well you have those crinkly lights and yeah pretty paintings yeah, and pretty yeah. paintings and stuff now that i'm thinking about it though actually as i'm like <laughs> as i am thinking it's filled with <laughs> uh oh my office is filled with tchotchkes that people have left behind to me oh all good of, point those could have some weird connections yeah, yeah all of my um i have this thing that happens a lot of times i don't know if this is common i don't know if this happens to you maybe other therapists have this where when patients discharge from a caseload a lot of times because you've just done like such intense crazy work they'll leave a little trinket behind so like you know one patient gave me a like small glass bird and it represented she said i appreciated that you dressed up for every session because it made me feel like my time was valuable to you and whatever so that was one i had a patient leave me with a butterfly cup she said butterflies are my symbol for freedom and i'm you know thank you for freeing me or i had a patient leave me with um you know, I've worked with people who are in the military before and they've given me coins. Yeah. Um, and some of them, you know, later are deceased, right? Because mm -hmm. time moves on. And yeah, so now I'm like, wait. <laughs> yeah, wait a second. I definitely haven't gotten, I don't think, as many trinkets from people. Tchotchkes. Yeah, I haven't gotten as many tchotchkes. Now I'm like, shit, should I do something about these tchotchkes? Anyway, I have a bunch of patients right now who feel the need to sage my office. So now I'm wondering, I'm like, wait, am I, is there vibes in there that I'm not aware of? Yeah, they come in, they're spraying shit. Waiting. To be fair, I actually sage my own office yeah. kind of like almost every day. <laughs> every morning I um, do like a little like... That's awesome. Thing yeah, that's where awesome. Where I'm like, you know, asking whatever. <laughs> asking whatever for, yeah, whatever, yeah. for help. Help me, yes. please. Oh, help me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, if spiritual belief systems are supportive for our clients' mental health, then maybe they are for our own too. Sure. Clearly, I have not delved into this road and I'm just like, Mm, no because <laughs> i've shown you my little spray bottle yeah 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 yeah, yeah, little, yeah yeah i love i love your spray i love your spray <laughs> bottle and you know i like to just wave that shit around in your office i don't take it in my office that's probably why my patients are saging my office they're like you shit's all whack man you gotta get your you gotta get your life together and for me it's like more so the inner the juju of the whole building so i'm uh -huh. like let me at least make this space feel less yeah terrible less <laughs> 
that building is does have some wild wild uh there are so many yeah i could actually tell you a story about once upon a time my intern class thought that um the medical center that we worked in had a haunted wing and we would like dare each other to like do stuff in the haunted wing of the medical center (laughs) that's a story for another time (laughs) but here's here's the one other one that i've got for you which is oh well i've got more but I think I might have told this one partially before, but this is when I was training in residency and I was um, at an outpatient clinic and somebody came in just for a walk-in appointment and they were worried. They were like, am I having a stroke, basically? Mm. So they came in. So we did a physical health checkup and a mental health checkup. And we didn't know, I didn't know when they had instant messaged me why he thought he was having a stroke. Okay. But the... The doctor says there are no medical indicators of a stroke. Maybe you should do a brief neurocognitive exam Eval. sure, just to see if there's something weird happening here. Yeah. So he had passed the medical test and I co- <laughs> he comes in my office with my supervisors in the office too at this time. I really liked her. She was really great. Uh, and he tells us, well, some strange things have been happening in my house. Things, objects are moving around my house. I see them move. And, um, the other day I was like, I want to say he was doing some like exercise program or Uh something. He's like this very fit buff dude. And he had just moved into this house and he felt like when he was doing pushups, somebody had put their like boot or foot on the back of his shoulders (gasps) and pushed him down so that he could no longer push up. And he was like trapped on the floor. And then eventually he's like saying some religious stuff and the boot disappears off of his back and he gets up. Right. Okay. So he tells us this story and says, this is my reason for why I think I'm having a stroke. Dude's like late 40s. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, okay. A little early. Probably okay. a little early, but maybe. Yeah. Um, we look at all of his medical indicators and there's nothing that would indicate this going on. Um, we look at all of his medical history. There's nothing that would indicate this going on. So we did a cognitive test, a brief sure. cognitive screen. Nothing. Perfect score. Great. Perfect score. He's picture of health. And so we ask other questions. We do a semi-structured interview where we're asking like, okay, well, do you ever see or hear anything else? Right. We're, yeah, clarifying other potential shit. Sure. Do you have a family history of depression, psychosis, blah, blah, blah. We're trying to figure out this guy's got a mood disorder that's presenting with psychosis. Anything. No nothing instead he just continues to tell us more little fun facts about what i think is his haunted house at this point so he says well i just moved in uh the last people moved out really quickly and in a hurry oh god they didn't talk about so i'm like i'm like oh so just put down my pen at this point i'm like god damn it you're haunted like (laughs) the house is haunted yo they ran out the house you shouldn't have moved in i know so it's like, well, piss. Now I've got, I'm like literally got 30 minutes for this guy. And I'm just like, well, God damn it. Now I've, now I've got a case of a haunted house and this is going to take forever. How do forever. I treat this? <laughs> it's going to take forever. So yeah, so I'm trying to document and he's just telling, well, we just moved in. The last people moved out in a real hurry. I've been hearing footsteps at night. I learned that the house belonged to some like, I, don't, I can't remember, like a naval commander, some really like strict naval commander back in the day. Okay. And, all the stuff and that he died in the home, et cetera. And it's in a very, at the time I was living in a place that, mm, 
not the Midwest that has a very spooky history. Let's just say that. Okay. And uh, so it was in the area of town that had that all the spooky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. The really, right. really old area of town yeah. with like row houses and stuff. And so we essentially tell him, let's call him James. We said, James, you are not showing any indicators of dementia. You're not showing any indicators of stroke. We've ruled not, out no psychosis, we've ruled no delusions, mental health condition, and your like blood panels are normal and everything is Gucci, my friend. Unfortunately, it does appear that you may have a ghost. We did not say that last part out loud. We just said we cannot explain how we always say stuff like this is we cannot explain your experiences, experiences yep. with a medical or a mental health diagnosis at this time. <laughs> Right, yeah. That's what we put in the chart, which is what I really wanted to put was, dude is haunted, Yeah. LOL. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. That was it. Yeah. So it was on residency, and then me and my supervisor talked about it. We had to literally talk about it because she, you know, she, her job is to help me understand case conceptualization and diagnosis and yeah. stuff like that. And she has to remain very serious because she has a resident under her at this time. And, you know, she's just thinking, well, I, yeah. <laughs> How am I going to explain to the president? How are we going to process this one? In supervision. So thank God that was one of the times where I realized we were, we really had a lot in common because we were both just trying to really science this up. And then we just went on a walk and we're like, got pitas and And we're like, like, yeah, I think it was ghost, man. Yeah, (laughs) probably ghost. (laughs) Anyway, so that's, I'll I'll leave you with that last story for the day. We can always do a a Tales from the Crypt part two, but. I love that. Yeah. So. You guys would be surprised how often we get some spooky yukis in our office. It's, yeah. Uh, and I bet you ask your, you know, medical doctor, you ask your physical therapist, you ask any medical or mental health provider. And they've had they, some weird shit yeah, be told. They've sure. got stories like this. Oh, yeah. For sure. Anything else on your part? Do we have time for one? Yeah, more? we got like, okay. a, we got time for maybe like one more. Okay. <laughs> I have, I have one good one. Okay. Hit okay. me. So I had a client who told me about a story where they were kind of having a bit of a nightmare and they woke up in the middle of the night uh-huh. and when they looked around the room they saw like a skeletal figure Blech. yeah no and <laughs> it, it, no <laughs> what was ironic was instead of like getting scared it, it was like the skeletal figure was like trying to like tell him something oh but he couldn't quite understand it and like they couldn't comprehend each other and they were both getting really frustrated with with like trying to communicate oh, apparently not unfriendly like, right it's like dude like listen and they're like i don't know what you're saying like <laughs> sorry i don't speak skeleton so they were trying to communicate back and forth or whatever and it wasn't working and they're both getting frustrated apparently like i don't know how you tell that a skeleton's getting frustrated but apparently it seemed frustrated <laughs> i don't know his bone structure right <laughs> but then it like it like dove down into kind of like a dresser area and vanished gross and so <laughs> he went back to sleep kind of thinking okay that was a really weird nightmare dreamy thing yeah whatever you're like well that was nuts. that was weird good night the next morning though on his dresser there was a skull imprint no uh-uh. yes it no. was like it was not wipeable off it was like chemically burnt in or something somehow they couldn't wipe it off they had literally just bought this furniture like a month or so ago and it wasn't there before. And it wasn't there before. It had no markings on it. So he did like call the warranty people to uh-huh. like get a new one. And when the people came to pick it up, they even like without prompt were like, man, that looks like a skull. And this guy did take what? a picture and showed me the picture. Oh, no. And yes, in fucking deed, there was like a white, like it's a dark, you know, wooden 
dresser type thing yeah. and it had a white kind of embossed skeletal skull looking thing i hate this on it why what i don't i mean it's a like, why like why though is yeah. why <laughs> i don't know i don't know but like when i looked at it, i was like oh shit yeah that does look that's really peculiar man i don't know when you sh- when they show you these pictures in therapy you're just like i i never know what to say i'm like oh yep because you're you're in a weird position as a therapist because you're like i have to maintain the scientific and you have to like give them every possible medical scientific explanation that you can yeah but sometimes it just be looking like a skull yeah no yeah i was like because i was like okay yeah weird dream and then he's like yeah but then this and i was like uh, okay and he's like and i took a picture and i was like okay and he's like here Okay. Yeah, that. Mm, well, that's very unexplainable and strange. I'm glad you were able to get a refund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Neato burrito. How's your uh, depression? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. Yeah, I. We should do an episode. I've definitely had ones where patients have played, uh, like a recording for me, oh. and then there's like something spooky on the recording. Or I've definitely had ones where. Uh, patients have, I I used to work on a hospice unit at one point in time where there were like death dreams before people would die. They, Mm -hmm. you know, like things would happen and then we'd be like, okay, well, even though there's nothing wrong with this person, bet you money, they die overnight because they've had this like particular dream and then, you know, there it would be. So it's just, yeah, it's, it is crazy. Like you start to work, listen, if the... (laughs) what's that isn't there some parapsychologist out in virginia if that program wants to give us a call let us <laughs> let us know if you ever get a hold of this episode and you want to tell us what is happening yeah, right that'd now be great i would love some training in this <laughs> please <laughs> I need, please i need a continuing education yes on haunted please yes because <laughs> i don't know what to do how do i mentally treat haunted i don't know <laughs> is haunted v code 421 <laughs> uh there's got to be a code for this anyway so that's what we've got today i guess for the haunted stuff did you yeah. have anything else you no we'll to go add? with those i think that's a good one to end on for me yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna do for my podcast experiment just kind of like revisit my own spirituality and rituals to try and like get just because i know that it's helpful for mental health so if yeah you, and again as a review spirituality isn't necessarily religion it can just be walking in nature so just get my own you know spirituality rituals on lock and make sure that they're doing well so that i feel more a little mentally at ease and maybe reincorporate chaplains back into my practice because i'm looking at all this <laughs> maybe i do need that rosary <laughs> right what about you what are you thinking I had something, but now I'm trying to, I'm kind of leaning more towards what you had said, honestly, I think, because I'm not always consistent with what, what I do within that realm. And I would like to be more consistent. And I would also like to actually reach out to like chaplains and like, very rarely, like I more so I'm just like, hmm, yep, that's weird. Let's, yeah, like. But you can refer, you can send people right. to, you know, yes. spiritual services. If, yeah. And if I, you trust the person, obviously, right. it has to be somebody you actually trust. Cause right, right. You don't want to just, yeah. yeah, there are some kooky people out yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. But I, I think I want, I mean, in general, I'm, you know, I'm very open-minded. I, I tend to try to give them realistic, like, mental health coping things. And, like, there have been a few times where, like, if they're very persistent that hey i think this is a haunting then i'll be like well then what do you think you should do and if they're like well maybe i should sage the house and i said then go ahead and try that yeah you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 
I, like, yeah. I'm not going to tell you to do that, but yeah. I'm going to like lead you into trying something yeah. that, or like doing like a prayer or something, whatever, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> Definitely. I'm going to ask you some open-ended questions about your spiritual system. So right. You right. Resolve this. Yeah. 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 So I think I want to lean a little more into that. Um, and then actually like consider more frequently when I need to reach out to other services that could better yeah. assist like in your situation like like shit I'm like yeah I don't this is not my bag I no can't, I can't F that no this. if yeah. that if something follows me home bitch please <laughs> no 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 thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay so you got a joke for me I got a couple actually again okay hit me okay why are ghosts such bad liars because they're transparent. Ah, <laughs> did I get it? Yeah, it's because you can see right through them. Yeah. Oh, because you can see right through them. Ha! I love that. Okay, yeah. that's better. That's better. Okay, I've got a dialogue one. Oh, okay. Me. Doc, I conquered my fear of ghosts. Therapist. Good. That's the spirit. Me. Oh, shit. Where? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's That would actually be me. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Wait, 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 what? What? What's happening? Uh, what are Muppets' view on the paranormal? Muppets? Yeah. I don't know. It's a phenomena. Do, 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 do. Phenomena. Do, 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 do. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Thanks, everybody, so much for tuning into our spooky ooky episode this week. Yeah. That's probably just going to come out in the middle of summer for I no know, apparent for no reason. reason. We just needed to throw something light and fluffy after those hard hitters, guys. Yes, exactly. Hope you enjoyed. And uh, yeah, if you've, got, <laughs> if you've got haunted therapy stories, oh my Dude. God, I would love that so much. I would yeah. love to read that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone have a great week and we will catch you next time. Yeah, bye. Bye.